Please be seated. I took a little break last week from the gospel to preach on Ephesians. This week we are back on to chapter 6 of John's gospel, the bread of life discourse between Jesus and the Judeans following him. It seems that Jesus is saying the same thing over and over again. I can see the red pen on one of my history papers in college. Repetition, explain this more, repetition. I am sure some of you that are teachers have put many a red mark on papers for repetition. But for Jesus, it is not about getting red marks. It is about the Judeans, disciples, and our understanding. Jesus knows when to be quiet, and Jesus knows when to repeat, repeat, and repeat. Reading the Bread of Life discourse today and for the last four Sundays has had me thinking that I've eaten many different types of communion bread throughout my life. As a Catholic, I ate wafers because that's all there was. When we became Episcopalian, I had real baked bread. It was like an actual loaf of bread, sometimes underbaked, but it was real bread. I've had bread that is like flat bread and some that are dry little crummy breads. Not too long ago, Jerry and I saw a video on Facebook where the bread had raisins in it. Yes, raisins. And the priest in the middle of the Eucharistic prayer said, the body of Christ, except for the raisins. <laughs> now, I've never seen that before, but it does show us that there are many different types of communion bread. Now that we are here at St. Andrew's, and I've come full circle and are back to wafers, for my children, this is their first foray into communion wafers, to which Dylan, our youngest daughter, on her first taste of wafers said, Mama, this bread tastes like paper. <laughs> but despite how it tastes, or what kind of bread it is, we come back up every week to take and eat the bread and drink the wine. Last week I spoke to you about my childhood hero, Will Clark, and how I would imitate him, repeatedly trying to hit like him and play first base like him. And when I failed, I got up and tried again. I would continue this reputation until I could get it right. I talked about how imitating Christ was also a repetition. We try and try again to imitate Christ. Sometimes we fail, and so we get up and ask for forgiveness and try again. So what is up with all this repetition that we've had these last few weeks? And what does it mean for us? One thing I know is that if Jesus is repeating it, and it is repeated in the Bible, then it must be important. Jesus has, repeat <clears throat> Jesus has repeatedly said to us in this gospel that the bread of life and whoever eats will have everlasting life. But the Judeans do not get it. They keep rumbling back and forth with each other and with Jesus. They keep asking, how can this be? Referring back constantly to Moses and the manna in the wilderness. But Jesus, he keeps on moving forward with the discourse, always trying to help them understand. As he repeats what he says throughout this discourse, Jesus becomes more and more detailed about what he means by the bread of life. The passage today is the most detailed, 
some may say even gross. Not only is he saying that I am sent from heaven, but if you believe in this, in me, you must eat the flesh and drink my blood. A couple of things are going on here with the Judeans. They are probably arguing because they are probably appalled by the fact that Jesus just asked them to take part in drinking his blood. In Jewish law, it is forbidden to drink the blood of any animal. So that mixed with eat me probably had the Judeans in this dispute. Also in Jewish tradition, blood is what carries life through all living things. Jesus was pointing to the fact that belief in him who was sent down from heaven is life. He says, very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life. He is who gives us life. And he is who gives us life now and forever. Now often, when we participate in communion, we either focus on remembering Christ's death or just eating and drinking without any nod to the spiritual happening. We forget that this is a sacrament, an outward invisible sign of an inward grace. John's Gospel does not have the Last Supper in it like the other Gospels. The place where we get the words of institution and we remember his death in our Eucharistic prayer. John's Gospel instead tells us that we are not only remembering Jesus' death, but also remembering the living Christ who gives us life. We are participating in his life and he is participating in our life. Those who eat the, my flesh and drink my blood abide in me and I in them, he said. The bread and wine symbolize that we believe in Christ. Therefore, Christ is in us, giving us life forever. We participate in the Trinity, not only in eternal life, but now and forever. As a Roman Catholic, we had First Holy Communion, which doesn't happen until a child is seven or eight. The idea is that the child will know a little bit more about what they are doing and taking part in. So when we came over to the Episcopal Church, it took a little time to get used to the fact that all baptized could partake in communion. We waited to let Bryn, our oldest, take communion, even though she would reach out for it. It's just how we were raised. We wanted to explain it so that she would understand what she was doing. After Bryn started to take communion, her siblings began to reach out for the bread and wine. There was something beautiful about that, something holy about that. My children believed they had a longing for Christ and reached out to him. And Christ, have a longing for them, reached back in the bread and wine. I think that is what John is trying to convey to us in the gospel. It is not whether you understand, but whether you believe. If you believe, then Christ abides in you always. We take the bread and wine because we long for Christ to be with us and Christ longs to be with us also. It is not about what kind of bread we eat or what type of wine we drink. We eat the bread and we drink the wine and we do so in repetition because as Chancellor Rapper says in the song Holy, we believe in God and God believes in us. 
We eat the body of Christ, the bread of life, and drink his blood, the cup of salvation, in our belief. The belief that through the bread and wine, we are one in Christ, and Christ is one in us. We are in communion, and we have life now and forever. Amen.